the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Just as he said he would, President Trump, speaking at the White House moments ago, says he has signed a proclamation restricting asylum claims by certain immigrants. People can come in, but they have to come in through the ports of entry. And that, to me, is a very important thing. Uh, Again, I reiterate, we need Democrats' votes. They have to pass new immigration laws because they're flooding our country. We're not letting them in, but they're trying to flood our country. The president stressing the importance of merit-based immigration. On another topic, Mr. Trump says he did not talk with Matthew Whitaker about the Mueller-Russia probe before appointing Whitaker deputy attorney general. On Wall Street right now, stocks in the red. The Dow down about 161 points. NASDAQ off 82. And the S&P currently down 22 points. This is SRN News. Highly caffeinated and highly hysterical, Wellness Radio 1570 invites you to a night of clean comedy with Triple Espresso. Bobby Bean here. Hey, this is Buzz Maxwell. Triple Espresso. Hey, everybody, I'm Hugh Butternut. And Hugh... Butternut, forget it. Live Thursday, November 15th at the Park Square Theater in downtown St. Paul. A limited number of tickets are available, so get yours today at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Click on the Clean Comedy banner. Supported by Union Gospel Mission. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black is headed your way here on Wellness 1570. Listen to us on your smartphone. Download our mobile app. You know, we... So many people listen through their smartphone, uh, through the website, through TuneIn, through iHeartRadio, because you get crystal clear digital reception, and you can take it wherever you happen to be, whether it's here in the Twin Cities or somewhere else in the country. Great resources to be able to share us with a friend as well. Your forecast from the Eagle Wellness Studios today, some clouds, blustery, and high near 27. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Janet in Lexington, Kentucky writes, Dr. Ace, I'm 58 and just had double bypass surgery. What can I do to maintain my heart health? Several things you can do. Diet is the key. Remember, food is our foundation. It's our best medicine. So start following the anti-inflammatory diet that's in my book, Empowering Your Health. Also, continue to exercise 30 minutes a day, five days a week, doing something you enjoy. Your body was designed to move, and you have to keep doing that. So find something you enjoy so you make sure to maintain that on a regular basis. Cod liver oil for your omega-3 fats, vitamin A, and vitamin D. And don't forget rest. Rest is a key. With our stressful lives, you have to maintain good, proper rest. Getting to bed before midnight is much better sleep than after midnight. For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry, and he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays, 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5-7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons. And as sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1.3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are an encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. I am Marcus Juvland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And man, I'm so pleased that you choose to invest an hour of your time with me daily. You know, every Monday through Friday, here we are for one hour a day, inspiring, educating, and giving you something that you can act upon so that today can be different than yesterday, and then tomorrow is different than the next day. We call that change. And a constant process of change, we call that being under construction. And so I want to thank you for being under construction with me, Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about hardened hearts. Hardened hearts. Matter of fact, you know, I've done a, a lot of work with a lot of uh, uh, great c- companies and people from Coca-Cola, Kraft, Nabisco, to the Army, to American Express. Uh, I've done training in three different uh, countries. Uh, you can go to likeitmatters.net to check it out. Uh, but, you know, I've done some work also with uh, um, CBN host uh, David Brody. We did uh, brain mapping for David Brody, for his wife, and uh, for his uh, kids. And uh, it cracks me up, uh, and I actually have it on video footage, too, that David would call me Dr. Black. And I kept having to tell him, David, I'm not a doctor. I don't have a degree, but he still always called me Dr. Black. And today, uh, even though I'm not a doctor, I'm going to play one on the radio because we're going to deal with hardened hearts. You know, hardening of the heart is the number one cause for failure in marriage. Can I suggest it's also the the number one cause for the strife that is destroying our country. It's the number one cause for the out-of-control violence, you know, rapes, murders, uh, dismemberments, torture. I mean, how many times over the last couple of years have you read about people that have been kidnapped, that have been tied to beds for years and years and molested, abused, raped? You know, the hardening of the heart is the number one cause of hurting people hurting people. And so today, we're going to play doctor. We're going to, one, take a look at the symptoms. We're going to go through a checklist, just like when you go to a doctor. You know when you go to a doctor and you have all this, they want to know all your history. And they ask, do you have any of this, 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 and this? And you put little checks. There's like 80, 100 boxes. And so today we're going to go through that too. And I'm going to tell you there is a solution. There is a remedy. And you need to get this. Even though you think your heart's doing well right now, that maybe you don't have a lot of strife, maybe you don't have a lot of... Maybe your marriage is okay and, and all this, but you need to understand the cycle of sickness. If this scale of, is 0 to 100, and let's say 100 is absolutely healthy and 0 is dead. Now, I'm talking about the process of disease, disease, but I would say it's no different probably than a, a relationship or, or other type of groups like that. And so if 0 is dead and 100 is totally healthy, Can I tell you when you start getting symptoms? At 60. At 60, we start seeing symptoms. But you're already 40% into the process. And for some, if they don't deal with it right then and there, uh, it's too late. Because once you start getting symptoms, now you got to radically do something. But what most people do when they get symptoms is they take a pill or they put a Band-Aid on it, which doesn't reverse the process It just hopefully stops the pain. But the process of uh, deterioration continues. And then when it gets really bad, then it might be too late. And I'm going to tell you right now, the process 
uh, of this pain, the process of the hardening of the hearts, really starts with our map of reality. You know, two people looking at the same thing and yet worlds apart. This leads to a broken heart and eventually a hardened heart. Kind of reminds me of a story I heard. Uh, on, a, on a day, a rich dad took his son on a trip. I'm sorry, one day, a rich dad took his son on a trip. A poor village. He wanted to show them how poor someone can be. They spent time on the farm with a poor family. And after they left the village, the father asked his son two questions about their experience. The first question was, did you see how poor they are? And the second question, what did you learn, son? After much pondering and reflection, his son replied, well, dad, the way I see it, we have one dog and they had four. We have a pool, but they had rivers. We have lanterns at night. They have the multitude of stars. We buy food at a store. They grow food in their fields. We have walls to protect us, to keep other people out, and they have a friends abundantly. After thinking for a while, his son added, thanks, Dad, for showing me how poor we really are. See, ladies and gentlemen, nobody responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. And a lot of strife, a lot of pain, a lot of hardening of the hearts begins with a process of discomfort, of disagreement, which then creates the, the foundation for pain. And that pain then gets manifested and gets built in growth like a culture uh, through other bitterness, through other hurts, through other uh, self-dialogue. How we remind ourselves that other people have done this. How we remind ourselves that we're sick and tired of being stepped on. How we remind ourselves that our, our, our opinion never matters. How we remind ourselves that I'm always wrong. And as we play this narrative over and over and over, it's stewing, it's breeding, it's building, it's bubbling. It's like a, a little spark that creates a huge flame. And after a while, if not dealt with, we get a hardening of the heart. And you got to understand this. My goal and what I do this radio show for and what I do this training for is because I want to help people. Hurting people left on their own are going to hurt people. But some of us have been in such pain that we desire to take our pain and start healing. And one of the ways we heal our pain is by taking our pain and helping others. One of my uh, favorite proverbs that says, um, Pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. And I got this great poem from Emily Dickinson. And you know, it's interesting. Emily Dickinson's poems, is, it's funny. They don't really have titles. They're usually called by the first line of the poem. Uh, and by the way, Dickens had a gift of saying a tremendous amount in a few perfectly succinct words. The poem's message is simple and self-explanatory. If I can ease the burden of a fellow living creature, I shall not live in vain. And so here's what she said. If I can stop one heart from breaking, I shall not live in vain. If I can ease one life the aching, or cool one pain, or help one fainting robin unto his nest again, I shall not live in vain. And that's really why I do what I do at Like It Matters Radio and LikeItMatters.net. And we're going to go into some of the causes and solutions for a hardened heart. But let's be honest, to better understand the causes and solutions for a hardened heart, it's important to understand the, uh, the real meaning of the word heart. You know, I always go to the Bible. It's the, the base of truth. And whether you believe in the God of the Bible or believe in the Bible or not, it's, it's still outside of that. There's a lot of people that don't follow the God of the Bible. But study the Bible. There's some great wisdom in there. The Bible considers the heart to be the hub of human personality, producing the things we would ordinarily ascribe to the mind. And it says, where our heart is, there is also our treasure. In other words, what we focus on all the time. You know, the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face because we move in the direction we're looking, and we look in the direction we're moving. And whatever we focus on most often, that's really where our heart is. And so it's that self-talk, that self-dialogue that goes over and over and over and over that becomes our heart. And from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. But where does the overflow of the heart come? 
is from our mind, from our self-talk, what we tell ourselves over and over and over. Remember, we have roughly somewhere in between thirty to 60,000 thoughts a day. And majority of them are unconscious, and a majority of them are duplicate. And what we think about over and over and over is our heart. It becomes our heart, and it's heavy. Our heart. It's heavy on my heart. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, you're talking to Doctor Black, and today we are talking about hardened hearts. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who's served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about hardened hearts. You know, ladies and gentlemen, there's a condition going on in our families, in our communities, in our country, and it really is, can be broken down to the hardening of the heart. And when I say the hardening of the heart, you know, I'm not talking medically, Matter of fact, I looked this up for you. It's called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. It's a complex type of heart disease that affects the heart muscle. It causes thickening in the heart muscle, especially the ventricles or lower heart chambers, left ventricle stiffness, mitral valve changes, and cellular changes. Now, some of you probably have that going on. But when I was looking this up, because I have a a medical background, uh, I looked up a hardening of the arteries, arteriosclerosis, right? A disorder in which arteries, blood vessels that carry oxygenated blood from the heart to other parts of the body, become narrowed because fat uh, cholesterol deposits called atherosclerosis is deposited in the inside walls, uh, in the inside walls of the arteries, and then becomes hardened by that. 
And so I'm not talking about a physical condition. I'm talking more about a medical condition, a psychological condition. And I want you to know that it is the reason for most things going on in this world. And although some of you might consider that yourself, your heart's not hardened, we're going to go through a checklist today. Just like if you go see a doctor where he wants to know symptoms and do you have any of this, do you have any of that? Because that's how you know how well you're doing because you got to remember this. When you look at the process of sickness, the process of disease, dis-ease, if you think about the word itself, dis-ease, I wonder if there's any dis-ease in your head and heart. I know there is in mine. I wonder if there's any dis-ease in those relationships that are closest to you. I wonder if there's any dis-ease in your work environment. Don't you see? And here's the thing with dis-ease. If you were to look at it through a medical perspective and on a scale of 1 to 100 or 0 to 100, 0 would be dead. 100, ultimate healthy, your body working in perfect synchronicity the way it's supposed to. I've read that you don't start seeing symptoms till 60%. So you're already down into what, if we were getting grades on this, into a D, before you even know that there's a problem. You ever have a kid in school and you don't find out that they're failing until they're failing and it's later on the year and now it's probably too late to do something about it? Ladies and gentlemen, that's why the divorce rate is so high, because the number one cause of divorce is marriage, because people say they do, but they really don't. People say, I will, but they really won't. People say, trust me, and you wish you never would have. And so we got to deal with things before they get bad, before they get because a hardened heart, the hardening of the heart is the number one cause for failure in marriage. It's the number one cause for strife that is destroying our country. It's the number one cause for the out-of-control violence, you know, rapes, murders, dismemberments, torture. It's the, out of, it's the number one cause for hurting people, hurting people. And again, I want you to understand, I go to the Bible for this basic definition. When I talk about the heart, I'm not talking about that little thing in your heart that pumps uh, blood out, that takes blood in, has an uh, aorta. And a, that's not what I'm talking about, although that's in there. To better understand the causes and solutions for a hardened heart, it's important to understand the broad biblical meaning of the word heart, because that's truly what we're talking about. The Bible considers the heart to be the hub of human personality, producing the things we would ordinarily ascribe to the mind. Considering this, it's easy to see how a hardened heart can dull a person's ability to perceive and understand. Anyone's heart can be hardened, even faithful people. I mean, I got do to go to the people who follow around Jesus in the Bible. I think it's in Mark eight seventeen through 19. Jesus' own disciples suffer from this malady. The disciples were concerned with their meager bread supply, and it was clear that each of them had forgotten how Christ had just fed thousands with only a few loaves, questioning them as to the hardness of their hearts. And he actually spells out for us the characteristics of this spiritual heart condition as an inability to see, got to get this, Inability to see, understand, hear, and remember. See, if I can understand you a little better and you can understand me a little better, doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship. If you look at all the pain and hurt in our businesses and our families and our marriages in this country, it's because we lack understanding and we lack remembering the right things. I truly believe that leaders remember the right things. Leaders remember the right things. I used to say leaders remember, but we all remember. We remember our pain. We remember our disappointments. We remember the mocking and the ridicule. We remember our failures. We don't want to remember those things. We want to let them go. We want to burn them up. We want to get rid of them. But there are some right things to remember, some good things to remember when you think about your marriage, when you think about that, that business that you started with, that used to love, or whatever it is. We got to remember the good. We got to remember the blessings. We got to remember the love, not just for what we do, for why we do it. And sometimes we get so wrapped up in the functioning of life, we get so wrapped up in the minutia of life that we lose sight. And over time, our heart can be hardened. We get numbed down a little bit. Life is an undulating line, it has peaks, it has valleys, it has highs, and it has lows. And what happens in life, we get disappointed. And so we stop dreaming and we don't go high anymore. So we bring that down. And many of us are so tired of hurting 
that we don't want to feel anymore. So we kind of go numb. And so we don't go too high and we don't go too low. It's called a flat line. And I want you to know this. Life is an undulating line. If you don't believe me, go to a, uh, an emergency room. Tell me of chest pains. Tell me your heart's hurting. They're going to hook you up to an electrocardiogram machine. And they're going to want to see the rise and the fall, the systolic and the diastolic, because that is life. And unless there's a technical error, if you're ever hooked up to an EKG machine, you will never see a flat line. You know why? Because you're dead. That's why. And so I got this article here to show, prove my point. This is from the New York Times, November uh, 16, 2016. It says, pessimism may be bad for your heart. A pessimistic attitude increases the risk for death uh, from heart disease, a new study reports, while an optimistic view of the world may have no effect at all. Isn't that interesting? We don't know for sure about the positive, but we do know in the negative. And I can tell you why the body releases 63 known chemicals based on what we're thinking about, our breathing, our physiology. I actually know the answer. It's not in this article here. It says, Finnish researchers followed 2,267 men and women from uh, 52 to 76 years old. At the start of the study, participants were presented six statements and asked to rate uh, on a zero to four scale how well the statements applied to them. The text was either positive, for example, in uncertain times, I usually expect the best, or negative, if something can go wrong for me, it will. The researchers also recorded uh, subjects' cholesterol levels, blood pressure, glucose readings, and other health and behavioral characteristics. During 11 years of follow-up, 122 people died from coronary heart disease. After controlling for smoking, diabetes, and other factors, the scientists found that those in the highest one quarter of scores on pessimism were more than twice as likely to die of heart disease as those in the lowest one quarter. But being optimistic had no effect on death rates one way or the other. Quote, your personality traits can make physical health worse, said the lead author, Dr. Mikko Pankalanian a psychiatrist at the uh, Haim Central Hospital in Lati, Finland. If you're pessimistic and have some health issues, then it's even more important to take care of your physical health. Or I could suggest you clean up your mind. That's what I do. Let me share you some words from an actual cardiologist, a heart doctor, unlike me. Even though David Brody and uh, a lot of other people call me a doctor, I'm not a doctor. But I train a lot of doctors. And this is by actually Dr. Anderson Murley, a cardiologist. At the time, he was with Blue Stem Cardiology in Oklahoma. I'm not sure where he's at now. He says, after your class, this is a quote, after your class, I was reminded of the John Fogarty song, Centerfield. I kept thinking, put me in coach. I'm ready to play. The process you have put together in Leadership Awakening is truly amazing. The things we did and the things you said were so powerful because of how you put it all together. It is mind-boggling. You know what you and I do is so similar. As a cardiologist, I work on people's hearts. You do too. Most of the time, I see people after a heart attack. You do too, in a sense. After a mechanical fix, most people I see are really interested in taking care of themselves differently, taking their medications, exercising, and eating right. They want to do things better. You have the same effect, Mr. Black. My heart was mended spiritually by you. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. In fact, I'm fired up. This was by far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. I thank you for that. I have my toolbox. I'm excited about being under construction. Keep healing hearts, Mr. Black. And that's what I do. That's what I do. <clears throat> How about this one? A few more words. This is from Mr. Nicol. This was from about eight years ago. As a former college basketball player and now a college coach, I'm amazed by Mr. Black's training. I never thought I would be challenged mentally to a degree anywhere close to what I was as a college athlete. I can say without a doubt that Mr. Black's training pushed me to a whole new level. I'm a changed man in every area of my life. I now truly have my priorities in order and I'm living life full of passion in my walk with Jesus, my relationship with my wife, my relationship with family and friends and my profession. I'm excited to wake up each morning and see what opportunities I'm going to have. After the class, I realized how everything that was taught during the weekend worked together. As a coach, this training has changed how I interact with my players, and it's given me so many applicable tools to incorporate to build the strongest team I believe in the country. 
Thank you, Mr. Black, and all of Team 521 for this priceless experience. See, ladies and gentlemen, your head and your heart feed each other. It's like the double helix of DNA. Remember Watson and Crick? They, they, they figured out and they established that DNA was the double helix. Two strands co-mingled together. And that's the same thing with our head and our heart. Our head feeds our heart. Our heart feeds our head. And I go to people's heart through their head, and I go through their head through their heart. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about hardening of the hearts, and we're going to figure out how to change it so we can live our lives like they matter. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis November 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800 293 Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today I am playing Dr. Black. As I joke with people, I always wear scrubs. I I am not a doctor, I just play one on weekends. What I mean by my leadership training takes place uh, Thursday through Saturday. You can go to likeitmatters.net to check it out. And what I do is I teach people how they work. And there's something I've seen over the last 25 years in training, that there has been this terrible hardening of the heart. And that really needs to be addressed because it's the number one cause for failure in marriage. It's the number one cause for strife that is destroying our country. It's the number one cause for the out-of-control violence, rapes, murders, dismemberments, torture that we read about daily. It's the number one cause of hurting people hurting people. And your mind and your heart, your logic and your emotion is like a double helix, like DNA. Watson and Crick established that DNA was a double helix. 
and your emotional intelligence is also a double helix. It's take it's it's the intelligent use of emotions. It's the emotional use of intelligence. And that's what I do in my training. I go to people's head through their heart. I go to people's heart through their head. And you got to get this. The hardening of the heart, the stiff and stinking thinking. Those two three two things we got to clean both up, but I want you to get it. What dictates the hardening of the heart is what we think about on a regular basis. Once you understand that, everything changes. That's why I talk a lot about epigenetics. you got to get this. We make ourselves sick. I quote Dr. Caroline Leaf on a regular basis on her book, Who Switched Off My Brain? Research shows that around 87% of illnesses can be attributed to our thought life and approximately 13% to diet, genetics, and environment. Studies conclusively link more chronic diseases, known as lifestyle diseases, to an epidemic of toxic proportions in our, in our culture. These toxic, toxic emotions can cause migraines, hypertension, strokes, cancer, skin problems, diabetes, infections, and allergies, and they harden your heart. And, you know, think about this. Despite all the marvels of modern high-tech medicine and decades of innovative research, these illnesses are increasing. Why? Because it's a mind game. The battle is in the mind. I've met the enemy, and he's living in my shorts. I mean, think about the seven habits of highly effective people. One of the most well-read, uh, I don't know if it's the, uh, the, the probably one of the best-sold, Books in the in leadership field, personal development field, and this is this is uh, this is their quote about the first habit about being proactive. It says, "quote Your life doesn't just happen. Whether you know it or not, it is carefully designed by you. The choices, after all, are yours. You choose happiness. You choose sadness. You choose decisiveness. You choose ambivalence. You choose success. You choose failure. You choose courage." You choose fear. Just remember that every moment, every situation provides a new choice. And in doing so, it gives you a perfect opportunity to do things differently, produce more positive results. And so in Covey's highly, uh, seven habits of highly effective people, habit number one is be proactive. And what he's talking about is about taking responsibility for your life. You can't keep blaming everything on your parents or grandparents. Remember, it's the thought process. What we think about over and over uh, is what we believe. And the body releases 63 known chemicals. Those chemicals are released based on what we're thinking about, our physiology, specifically our eye placement in relation to our physiology, and our breathing. Proactive people recognize that they are responsible. They don't blame genetics, circumstances, conditions, or conditioning for their behavior. They don't blame their spouses. They don't blame their mom. They don't blame their dad. They don't blame the president. They put their big boy pants on. They know they choose their behavior. Nobody makes us do anything. Someone might stimulate something, stimulus and a response. They might do something, say something. It could be mean. It could be nasty. But what always happens is we then take over. See, the mind is six times faster than we can talk. So once someone says something or does something, we automatically go to our three channels, our three learning styles. We see something from our past. We say something or remind ourselves of something from our past, or we feel something, again, from our past. And then based on that, we do something. Then we respond based on that. It's not what the other person did. Nobody can truly make us angry. Nobody can truly shut us down. It's us choosing to do it. See, reactive people are often affected by their physical environment, by people around them. They find external sources to blame for their behavior. If the weather's good, they feel good. If it isn't, it affects their attitude and performance, then they blame the weather. If their spouse is nice to them, then they're in a good mood. If their spouse isn't, then they're in a bad mood. Or sometimes their spouse could be in a good mood, but they've got chemical things going on in their body, and now they're angry. You see what I'm saying? They find external sources to blame for their behavior. you got to get this. All these external forces act as stimuli that we respond to. And between the stimulus and response is your greatest power. You have the freedom to choose your response. And one of the most important things you choose is what you say, not just external, but also internal. Your language is a good indicator of how you see yourself. 
A proactive person uses proactive language. But here's the thing. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's what the good book says. Proactive people focus on their circle of influence. There's a circle of influence, a circle of concern. They work on the things that they can do something about. They don't focus their effort solely on the circle of concern. Where the circle of concern and the circle of influence cross, that's where a proactive person focuses their time. And so if you want to change what's going on in your head and heart, I can help you do that. You just got to know that it's possible. So I've been sharing some testimonials. I got this at the beginning of this year. It says, quote, my son attended three weeks prior to my attending and was so convinced in the impact of your, your training that it would have on me that he made all the arrangements. He booked the flights, and the rest is future. He says, quote, as a pastor for 33 years and spending 14 of those years serving several weeks a year in Romania, I have seen him been involved with many conferences and encouraging times, but there really was no comparison to the two and a half days of metamorphosis that took place at Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. He says, quote, the leadership training takes the biblical exhortation of Romans 12, 1 through 2, which is, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, act of worship, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. He says, it gives you the framework to see this happen like never before. And his last sentence says, this training moves from challenging to think, from challenging to thinking differently to implementation of proven strategies to get it done. You got to get this. We change people's lives by we go in through their head and their heart. And how do you know if you might have a hardening of the heart? Let's get a little checklist. Let's go through a doctor's checklist. Just like you went to a doctor and you were seeing him, you'd have to fill out all this medical, remember that 10 pages of medical paperwork before you see your doctor. Consider, is, are you lacking genuine sorrow for your mistakes, for your sins, for your blunders, for missing the mark in the past? Do you continue to go back again and again into temptation, lies, and deceits? Do you remind yourself over and over and over of all your ills, of all what other people have done to you? Are you keeping a pound of flesh? Do you keep a record of wrong? Are you still hurting for what your spouse did to you five years ago? Are you still hurting for what happened in your childhood 20, 30, 40 years ago? Are you choosing to think of yourself as the most important person in the world? Remember, rule number one about being a leader is not about you. Are you choosing what's best for you and not the other people in your life on a regular basis? Are you taking a look at the small lies and the huge lies that you convince yourself are not a big deal? How about this? Are you teachable? Because being unteachable is really one of the hugest ways to see a hardened heart. And I get a lot of people in my training. Some are younger, some are older. I've had anywhere from 12 to 84 years old in my class. And boy, they come in with a hardened heart. They come with a closed mind. They're not teachable. They're not pliable. They're amiable. They're just shut down. And sometimes it takes me half the class just to open their eyes, just to open their ears, just to, 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 to get a little bit in. Honestly, do you tear down with words? How about comparing and contrasting your wrongs against the other person's wrongs, whether that's in a business or a marriage or whatever it is, and then making the judgment that theirs is worse? And let's be honest, we live in a world that tells you that. We live in a narrative that's, that allows us to be hateful as long as we hate the right things, right? As long as you hate that, uh, that orange-tinted man in the White House. And if you don't hate him, then they hate you. I've never seen a time where we can condone our own hatred but condemn everybody else's. At no point does hate ever defeat hate. The only thing that's ever defeated hate is love. Darkness and light can't coexist together. The light it, it scares away the darkness. It overcomes it. And the same thing. That's what Jesus said to turn the other cheek. If they tell you to walk one mile, you walk two. If someone wants your uh, a cloak, you give them uh, the rest of your stuff. Right? You got to get this. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I do. 
I help you recalibrate your thinking. I help you resuscitate your heart. Because the hardening of the heart is what you're seeing going on around us. It is the hardening of the heart. And since most of us are 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, we got these maps of reality. We got these reinforced walls. We have these structures that have been in place since we were a little kid, and they're not serving us well anymore. And we need help to break them down. We need help to consider what do we believe. We need help to be honest with ourselves, to let go of our pound of flesh, to let go of the record of wrong, and start healing that hardened heart, to start opening up our hearts, opening up our minds, and start showing people love instead of hate. I am Mr. Black. We will be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligent profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of hundreds of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, you are hearing from Dr. Black. I'm not really a doctor. As I tell David Brody at CBN, I'm not really a doctor. He thinks I am, and a lot of people think I am because of the vast knowledge I have. I just play a doctor on weekends. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. What I mean by that is I do my training on weekends. Uh, And so I want you to know, I deal with hearts all the time, hardened hearts. That's why when people come on my training, they're on fire. People think they're born again. I got this uh, from Peter Gibson, Team 174, July 23rd, 2017. Good morning, Mr. Black. Wow. I must tell you, it is so awesome. I feel like I'm hooked up to a 220-volt electricity. I can feel energy just moving through my body constantly. After we got home last night, my middle son came to me and said, Dad, this is weird. He said it feels like my wife got divorced and I'm the new man in the house and he enjoys the new man. 
My youngest son said the uh, the love my non that he loves my nonstop smile. He loves how bright and loving my eyes are. My oldest is still processing it all. All three have just been unnerved of how I've changed. They all just wait for me to snap and yell. Thank God that I haven't and will not happen again in my house. My wife is just looking and keeps saying, "Why are you smiling nonstop?" She also commented that my face doesn't look like I want to kill somebody. <laughs> Thank you guys over and over again. This experience was tough and so worth it. Ken, who's his sponsor, will get a steak dinner from me. So cool. And how about this one? I just uncovered this when I was looking for this. This was sent to me October 27th of 2011, so seven years ago. It says, hello, Team One. Uh, hello, Team 620. I would like to express my feeling and appreciation to everyone on Team 620 for the great experience I had this past weekend. In order to get into the quote now, I feel I must first take you back a few years. In 1965, my employer at the time, and after a few years of special training, I was sent on a special assignment. During this assignment, it did not take me long to realize that you could not become attached to your fellow co-workers because they may not be there the next day. You led by training and not emotion or passion. It was okay to be friendly with your co-workers, but not a good idea to become too close to them. As I said, they may not be there the next day. Or if you or them did not do your job well, they may not be there the next second. Upon returning from this assignment, I did not receive a thank you or well done, not even a warm smile or a handshake of gratitude. Instead, I was spit upon cussed, and on several occasions I was forced to fight to protect myself. My employer at that time was the United States Marine Corps, and the assignment was in a place called South Vietnam. Up until now, I have continued to manage as I did then. Outside of my family, I did not show any emotion, passion, or excitement. I was good at my job in meeting deadlines, understanding the technical aspects of my job, and became successful. My employer used me in many assignments around the world to, quote, fix things when they became out of control. No passion, no emotion, or having to get close to personnel because they may not be there the next day. Thank you, Team 620, in showing me that there can be emotion and passion and caring for those outside your immediate family. I now realize, although I have had a successful career, that I could have been so much more successful by leaving behind the blocks of the past. I now feel much better by having spent the past month, sorry, three days, but it seemed longer with you guys. I feel I have become closer to you, this team, in three days than I have to people I have known my entire life. Thanks for showing me it's okay to show emotion. Thanks for caring. Thanks for the time you spent in coaching me through the daily exercises. I will never forget you. See, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of scars. There's a lot of hurt out there. You don't know the Pandora's box of what's going through people's head. I've been doing this for 25 years, and I've experienced people's pain at a level I can't even understand. How about this one? This is from Mr. Joel Bannum, 9-7-10. So it's September 7, 2010. Message, Mr. Black. The weekend spent at Like It Matters was without a close second, the most life-changing event that I have ever experienced. As a pastor for 23 years, and now a prison chaplain, I have attended numerous conferences and seminars, but I've never experienced such a masterful revival of the tired soul. Thank you for reminding me why God gave me life. It was profoundly soul-searching, extremely difficult, and totally worth it. Mr. Joel Bannum. And by the way, he went through class January 28th, 2010. How about this one? I got this letter, 531.17. Mr. Black, first, let me again thank you for the wonderful opportunity to have participated with Team 171 over the Memorial Day weekend. I would never have imagined that 48 hours with you and the rest of my team would have been more effective than the 22 years of therapy I have undergone during my entire life. There are a number of reasons why I've been through therapy. My whole life I have struggled with depression due to drama or trauma. At 13 years old, I was living my life as if tomorrow wasn't sacred and putting myself in dangerous situations. 
When I was 15, I was admitted to a youth facility for nine months. Where holding my hand and taking, uh, talking about my past was a focus of diagnosis and long-term treatment plan. It wasn't until this weekend with you that I realized that the long-term isn't what the focus should be about. It is the here and the now. The time is now, and it's always now. It isn't yesterday, it's not tomorrow, next week, next month, or next year. It is right now. I learned to take advantage of now and forget about my past. My past does not define me. And it wasn't until this weekend that I really learned to take this to heart, body, and soul. Though my past may have an impact on me, it will not lead me into my dreams or my future. Up until now, I was letting the things of my past drag me down and determine what my next decisions were up until now. Stepping into the class Thursday night, I was expecting Leadership Awakening to be like another therapy session where my hand was held. I would be consoled and my life would be just the same as it was before I entered the class, just like with every other therapy session upon leaving. Boy, how I was wrong. I finished Leadership Awakening with a newfound sense of purpose, something that was missing from my life prior to beginning Thursday night. I felt valued, appreciated, and loved by all who I came in contact with, whereas before, I was floating through my life with a sense of selfishness and self-doubt. There isn't a minute that goes by now that I don't apply what I've learned over the long weekend. I was given the tools to break down my walls and shred my blanket of me but I was also given the tools to define my sense of self. I am confident. I am determined. I am strong. I am grateful. Again, thank you for the opportunity to have worked with you in Team 171. Best regards, Miss Sarah Hegwald. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I'm talking about. This is how we change lives. You have no idea the Pandora's box that is someone's head. I've had people in class who, are, who are, uh, would share stories about atrocities that happened to them that I can't even comprehend. Just hearing them broke my heart, killed me. Just the stuff. Man's inhumanity man is well documented. There's a great book out there called Man's Search for Meaning. I'd highly recommend it. The last sentence of the book I'll never forget. Since Hiroshima, we know what's at stake. And since Auschwitz, we know what man is capable of. September 4, 2017. I got this from LinkedIn. Empower You Like It Matters alumni. Hi, Scott. I experienced Leadership Awakening when you were leading it in Nevada around 2007. I still have the music CDs from it. I know no one uses CDs anymore, but I still have it. And it still takes me right back to that class with you. I was in a very dark, lonely, and sad place then. And I went to a weekend retreat in that big house in Nevada leadership awakening. I'll never forget it. My life has changed in every sense, in every way since those days, and that weekend will never leave my mind. I will look into where you are leading these days and see if I can get a refresher and get back in tune. It changed me in so many ways. Thank you for that. And that was from Miss Caroline Huber. I'll give you one more because this is what happens. This is why I tell you, go to likeitmatters.net. Not because I want to sell you on something, because our training changes lives. So ladies and gentlemen, you got to understand this. If you have a hardened heart, if you want more to life, I don't care if you're a coach. I don't care if you're CEO. I don't care if you're a house CEO. I don't care if you're a college kid. We all have hurt. We all have pain. And unless we deal with it, unless we process it, unless we fix it, then we'll never become the person that we were supposed to be. And at Like It Matters, what my goal is, is to help people maximize the potentials they were created with. So go to likeitmatters.net or call me at 817-502-1554. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com.
Sam from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania writes, Dr. Ray, so recently my doctor has diagnosed me with an enlarged prostate. What should I do? Well, an enlarged prostate, several things. First, you want to make sure you maintain healthy testosterone levels. That's the primary male hormone. There's a byproduct of testosterone called DHT or dihydrotestosterone. It's the culprit. It's the one that causes the prostate to become enlarged. So you want to make sure you continually eat an avocado every single day. An avocado a day keeps prostate issues away. contains a component in it called beta cysteine which protects the prostate every single time. Also, salt palmetto, pumpkin seed oil, and zinc. Zinc is the number one mineral that we as men need to protect our prostate and also to keep healthy testosterone levels. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.